Welcome to the Smoke and Rope Podcast, the show that brings together Michigan's top cannabis growers, advocates, and business owners to offer a fresh and honest perspective of Michigan's cannabis industry. Stick with us to get the lowdown from the people who have been on the ground floor of cannabis business in Michigan and gain insights into where the industry may be heading. Welcome to the Smoking Rope Podcast. I'm your host as always, Ryan Basor. And today we are super excited because we have on the mayor of Kalkaska, Harley Wales. Harley, thanks for being on the show today. We're, we're, we're pumped up. <laughs> All right, and uh, it's an extended applause. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we got Kevin over. Kevin over at True Cannabis uh, down here in Lansing with me. Kevin, what's happening this morning? Oh, everything's good, man. Of course, as soon as we're ready to log on, I'm computer update time, right? So uh, yeah. we're a little bit behind, but I appreciate your guys' patience, and I'm excited to uh, talk to the mayor of Kalkaska. This should be fun. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> All right, Tom, up in Kalkaska at Real Leaf Solutions. I know Tom's got a lot of. A lot of questions, and I'm uh, looking forward to the conversation. Tom, how you doing? Hey, what's going on? Glad to be here. All right. Well, uh, I first met Harley uh, Harley Wales. It was, uh, I believe, when you were running running uh, for mayor the first time in 2018. You were. Uh, it was a special election, and and Harley won that, and uh, definitely was a charismatic, uh, intelligent guy. Knew what was going on, and was very uh pro cannabis which is what uh we were excited about of course and uh you know i first got up into kalkaska uh, late in 16 and was just so impressed with uh the way kalkaska was doing things uh i met denny and cash and scott and at the time jeff and it was professional um they they were on, you guys were honest and you were all about building this community and um, and benefiting from it the right way and, and you real selective on who was, who was to get in as far as just as, you know, running background checks and all that type of stuff. So um, super impressed with Kalkaska, super, super excited about what's going on there because to me it's, it's a microcosm of what cannabis can do for a community and I'm excited to hear about it, Harley. But um, a little bit more about Harley, 15-year uh, resident of Kalkaska and you actually work over at... Uh, Kalkaska, Kalkaska Memorial uh, Health Center. And uh, before that, uh, uh, I did a little research, Harley, over at the uh, the Regis Court where you uh, you turned around troubled small businesses and worked on marketing and skills and team building, which makes a lot of sense now watching you uh, work as the mayor of Kalkaska. So um, with that, I'll shut up. Let's let Harley talk about himself a little bit and get right into what's happening in Kalkaska and, and how has the town benefited? Yeah, well, thanks for touching on a little bit of my history there, Ryan. Um, so I basically took my former skills uh, back in uh, the commercial world into the political realm, um, uh, changed up my job. I work in long-term care. It's very mellow. It's very nice. So I could really put a little more focus into the political side of things. Um, the village had already uh, grasped the medical marijuana, and then I had the opportunity of pushing us forward into recreational marijuana. So uh, with a little political maneuvering, we were able to up our uh, restricted licenses, which would be our storefronts, to uh, lure a little more people in, and then completely unrestricted in our industrial park for the grow operations. 
Um, so what this has led to for Kalkaska is being kind of pulled out of the drudge of uh, the X oil field days where you saw companies failing and we had multiple buildings in our industrial park which were just empty warehouses people used for storing their things um, instead of their, their true purpose which would be to become businesses. So we've been able to turn the industrial park now into a point where we're actually talking now about building a third industrial park because we're running out of room. Um, we currently have now, I believe, 56 or 58 licenses um, for cannabis within the village. Um, that, of course, includes stacked licenses for both recreational and uh, medical. But um, it's pretty amazing for the village and what that has meant is that what we're facing this year now is a match one-to-one -one from the cannabis industry's income for the village and what our tax base is. So what does that mean for the village? Well, it means a whole lot. Um, we are an economically depressed community, um, which is now starting to thrive um, with the fair wages that the cannabis industry is paying. Um, it's now one of the rival uh, competitors for jobs here in Kalkaska. And um, they're finding people to work, but we're now finding that instead of becoming maybe um, the bedroom community for Traverse City, it's kind of become the other because we don't have any housing and we're pulling people in from all the surrounding communities now to work here. So what that's meant for our uh, little village, well, during this whole pandemic, when everybody was suffering and shutting things down, our restaurants and our businesses were able to thrive even with the reduced uh, abilities to provide. You have all of these uh, companies coming in to build out the grows and the workers that are coming here to work and just surviving on to-go orders. Uh, it allowed all of our restaurants to stay open. It was really great. Yeah, we're, you know, we're also in Kalkaska in the, um, the newer industrial park. And I can definitely, you know, support the fact that this, this community has, is thriving and it's it's amazing to see every day and uh, we're, we're always happy to you know we're, we're super stoked to be a part of it and looking into the future you know our biggest problem is now housing you're right we're we are we're facing a housing shortage in northern Michigan especially in Kalkaska and we 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 deal with it every day. We're trying to find housing for people that want to move closer, people that want to move into the village. And I've seen this village turn around in just the you know three four years that we've been here. Um, it's it's an incredible thing. I mean, is is have you found that now we need to make more space for more industrial uh, development? But also, is there uh, are there further plans for uh, uh, more residential? Um, more apartment type living or some kind of some kind of housing projects in, in the works to to kind of help with the situation yeah actually ironically a couple of the those in the cannabis industry have come forward and would like to help facilitate that um, one with an apartment complex and one with something along the lines of a condo complex and we've also talked with one of the current owners that owns a few of the motels in town um, and he has also expressed some interest in um, turning one of those hotels into an apartment complex as well. We know we need about 235-ish homes directly here in Kalkaska. 
And uh, then any developer that would like to put anything in on the outskirts would be more than welcome to talk with too. Hi, Mary Wales. This is Kevin Pibus over at True Cannabis. Um, you know, during my my research for the show, I, I I picked up a video of you on Facebook um, having a conversation about medical marijuana, and I got to tell you, the first thing that I recognized uh, in that whole thing and really impressed me is is your level of education in marijuana. Um, you've taken this seriously. Obviously, we we run into a lot of people at different municipalities as we go through trying to get regulations passed, and a lot of times we run into people that ha don't have a clue. You know, they don't understand the difference between hemp. They don't understand the difference between cannabis or CBD or any of the other products. Uh, to me, uh, it seemed to me that you've dove into this, you know, full steam. You've you've grabbed it and you understand it. Your explanations were on point. Um, what keeps you motivated uh, with with marijuana and what got you into uh, being interested in, in it in the first place? Does that come from your your, your time in the healthcare field? Have, have you have you uh, brought that over with you? Uh, it's actually twofold. So yes, the healthcare, I did get to see um, the results of that. But uh, actually, when we decided to go recreational, there was actually a lot of blowback from the healthcare community here. Um, the local hospital administration actually came to our meetings in protest to going forward with it, which of course left me in kind of a difficult position as being one of the low ranking people at the hospital and having the COO and all the senior leadership come to my meeting was a little intimidating. However, um, it is my duty as a political figure to support my community and my village and make the best decisions for them. Um, those are my duties. So uh, learning, becoming educated, knowing what I'm getting the community into, um, knowing the different facets of the, the industry, um, what uh, you know, a multi-integrated entity is, uh, knowing the basics and then knowing actually as deep as I could go in learning about the different portions of the industry. Um, and uh, again, getting the updates from MRA, knowing exactly where the laws stand, what is the latest thing coming around the corner. Those are things that I all need to know because I have to integrate them then into our political scheme here. Um, and if we have to change some things in our ordinances and update things, then we'll be doing it as soon as we can. Uh, when we uh, first started out, you know, our fees were a little higher in the village um, because there was a smaller portion of the industry supporting it. But I was really happy just a couple months ago to update our fee schedule and actually reduce the fees that are now charged towards the cannabis industry because it has grown beyond our, our greatest uh, dreams. And um, so now we can actually uh, kind of level the playing field out amongst all the different players that we have now. So I think that um, my background uh, uh, in cannabis was pretty minimal. Um, until I took on the job of having to manage it for the village and um, was able to find some great resources um, in both uh, local cannabis people um, and online, uh, also doing a lot of studying of what uh, took place in other uh, municipalities um, in Colorado and uh, et cetera, to kind of gauge as to what could be expected to happen here. Um, and I was actually happy to uh, introduce a couple of uh, the Journal of American Medicine's articles to um, my uh, co-workers at the hospital in which it shows the studies where opioid use drops, um, both prescribed and, you know, the illicit market drops. 
your deaths from opioid overdoses drops. And being in northern Michigan, we do have a problem with the uh, opioid epidemic. So it was nice to just be able to put that right in front of their face out of a Journal of American Medicine article and say, this is what we're doing for the village. Besides the financial benefits, let's see where this goes. Um, and that really helped also. Well, I, I commend you for your approach and being proactive, taking the, the bull by the horns and and uh, and making a successful industry up in Kalkaska. Um, I visited Tom several times to come up and, and tour his facility and have meetings up there in the feel, the vibe. It's just different. You know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like when I'm up in Kalkaska that the community and, and everybody around is kind of rallied around this and and really made it a, a great atmosphere to work in. Uh, Ryan and Tom can also attest to this when we've gone to other municipalities. We'll be lucky if we have 50% uh, of the people, you know, for it and 50% against it. And so it creates this weird vibe where you don't really feel supported, you know, but um, I commend you guys for the efforts you've made up there, getting educated in this topic because you guys have created quite an environment up there that's uh, really conducive, I think, to creating uh, a really good uh, industry up there. So, uh, you know, good job on that. Yeah, Kalkaska has been this test kitchen, you know, <clears throat> the way that I see it and uh, the way that they, you guys have embraced our industry uh, is helping it thrive. And we do appreciate your sensible approach at how you guys are structuring things and adjusting as things come up and not just be linear focused on how we um, how we approach, you know, fees and how I mean, it, the, the book hasn't been written, so we have to write it together if we don't then we're gonna get it wrong. And if we get it wrong, then people, the people will be there immediately to say, we told you so, you shouldn't have had them come in here. And uh, you know, we, it, it's awesome. I can't, I can't state enough. Harley, uh, it's kind of a statement than a question, but uh, one of the things that really drew me Kalkaska, I'm from a little town and uh, you know, what, as far as like some of the surrounding, you know, suburbs around here, you know, grew up talking a lot of, you know, talking down about our town and all that. You get all that. And and I was uh, in Kalkaska early and I would I would talk to other people as that was early on. I was going to Traverse City and different spots and all these people, all these residents, all these other municipalities sticking their nose up a little bit about Kalkaska. And uh, meanwhile, you guys just put your head down, got to it, went to work. And we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of lawsuits and mess in, in other municipalities. So I just wanted to say that I'm I'm loving it. I'm loving the comeback story, and uh, it's exciting. But something I think is really cool that when I see about Kalkaska now, and it's it's I think good for society in general. Is there's a pretty charged political up 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 there for a while, a few years back, and, and Harley came in and um, was the new mayor and. Um, I knew people from down here, progressives that that were, I think, helping even down there, and you know, had said great things about you. But it's cannabis. I'm up there, and it seems like that's not like when when everyone's interacting, everyone's friendly, happy. You get a, like the the left and right seem to be getting getting along. Um, it's it's done a lot in my mind, and you know how how is is that the way you're seeing it and is it is is the community just uh really starting to bond together and uh um and is, can you attribute some of it to cannabis i certainly can and interestingly enough um so when the first election came around and it was a recall election 
and it was pretty it was pretty heated um there was a, a lot of dirt thrown back and forth on both sides and i did beat jeff but now i see jeff on a weekly basis coming in doing site plans um and <laughs> our interaction is you know hey man how you doing shaking hands um there you know there's no dirty water under anything it's all good and uh i think that feeling is is, is rubbing off in the community because people see us one hundred percent. Nice. That we have kind of chosen to be the examples for the community, um, and really not a lot of that left and right battling going on. Uh, especially when something happens in the community, you notice how there's such an outpouring from everybody. Nobody's looking to see what your political affiliation is after your house burns down. They're just jumping in to help, um, and I think that's really helped the community come together on both sides. Mayor Wales, um, have you guys been approached at all by other communities seeing the success that Kalkaska has had to maybe kind of work on a template for their community to kind of move forward? And then I guess my second part would be, um, you know, you've, you've now been elected to be the mayor of Kalkaska. You've been working in that position for a little bit of time now. Uh, do you have any aspirations to, uh, you know, move forward and, and maybe get into state politics or try to use some of your experience you've developed uh, moving forward? Okay, so two answers. Um, no, I don't have any ambitions to go into state politics at this time. However, we are ambitiously pursuing uh, the transformation of uh, the village into a city. Um, we think that could create a lot. Uh, we've been acting like a city now for a couple of years, and I think it's time that we become that. So that's the, the current political push that I'm getting behind in the coming months. Um, what was the other question, Kevin? Uh, being approached by other municipalities with the success that Kalkaska has had in the marijuana industry. Maybe not on a daily basis, but at least on a weekly basis um, from all over Michigan. Anybody who is trying to pursue it or uh, wants to get it on their ballot or has a meeting coming up, um, they reach out uh, quite frequently. Um, and I'm more than happy to send them our ordinances and give them the latest updates on things of what we're doing and how we're pursuing it. Um, and uh, more than welcome to always answer questions. So Harley, I, I've, I was curious, man, because we've we haven't had a chance to really speak, but we used to talk quite a bit before COVID hit and uh, kind of, you know, hamstringed everyone into into their caves. And um, we really have we, we were working towards things like so as other municipalities work towards just do we even allow this to happen here and have that argument? Um, Kalkaska is having, I mean, I believe we're having positive conversations towards events, cannabis events, uh, lounge, you know, all these next frontier type things in the industry that a lot of municipalities can't even get towards you know they can't even decide if they want to allow it so what do you see for the future like the next step other than just opening more uh, industrial parks and stuff and more bringing more business in but um i see you know this looks the new frontier for for calcasca after a, a timber boom and oil boom now the cannabis boom what 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 do you believe is the next thing the next step for uh, for calcasca well i believe early on one of the, the northern express magazine deemed us the marijuana mecca and Mecca being the place where people flock to um, to get some type of uh, spiritual relief or uh, maybe just enjoy a little cannabis. And I can uh, definitely foresee that in the future, becoming a destination. Um, 
as we as we build out and grow a little bit, this could become the destination spot. Uh, you don't go to Denver, Colorado. We're going to Kalkaska, Michigan, um, and and have this be the new spot where people come for their festivals, um, or or just to hang in a good crowd, check out the lounge, um, you know, munch down some edibles. Uh, I think that that is the future. And as we move into that, are you finding that? Um, um, gearing up for this be a tricky thing for law enforcement to handle right i mean having a previously you know illicit substance now being produced in the town um and how do we handle things with um uh people that have been you know partaking and driving per se or if you have a lounge and um is that are those things that are conversations that are being had at um, at the village level with law enforcement, like how are we going as we embrace these new things? How do we adjust and uh, and adapt to to these things coming into the town like that? Yeah, and I don't think the adjustment's going to be that terrible. I mean, we've served liquor in this town for hundreds of years, and right. uh, that seems to go over just fine. I don't think that anybody needs to throw down the gauntlet because somebody's going to smoke a joint. Um, and the, the same uh, smart things that you do when you're having a cocktail, you know, you have a driver, you have a friend, you call an Uber. Hey, let's get some Ubers in Calcast. Yes. I mean, I think that could be another, you know, driving force for some more economic growth. Another ancillary business right there. Exactly. And I don't think that that's anything that we should be afraid of for sure. Um, and our local law force. So when I took over um, in uh, early 18, uh, there was one police officer, and now we have uh, well, five, six, we'll probably have eight by the end of the year, and a canine officer, um, and that has been mostly supported by the marijuana industry. So we're certainly looking to uh, serve and protect and, and not uh, punish and arrest, um, I think is the direct focus that we're sure. going to, to look towards. Um, just to make sure that everybody is safe and if you see an unsafe situation correct the situation um, but the one thing i didn't want to see and and kind of made it um loudly known was that what we don't want to see is a spike in our arrests a spike in the crime rate because then people are going to think that that directly correlates um, with the cannabis industry coming to town and although it doesn't because we go from having one officer to eight officers clearly you're going to have more arrests um, <laughs> but we don't want to just go punishing people left and right what we want to do is to serve and protect that that's not that's a good philosophy i actually never thought of it that way as far as like the the, the uh, more arrests crime uh, rate spiking and then you hear that in the media and they're talking about it and now then that's used against against us so uh that's awesome right we actually um, are part of the metric system um different metric system than y'all are part okay. of <laughs> it tracks the municipal finances and the arrests and all of those things so i actually have a graph that i can see and follow and the thing that i didn't want to see was uh, uh 2019 a spike and, you know, I yep. didn't want to see that we had our first recreational shops open up last year. I didn't want to see a spike during that. Um, keep it mellow um, and just keep everybody safe is, is the motto around here. Yeah. Did you see that spike? No. Nice. Well, good. All right. More traffic tickets um, and, and more citations for uh, garbage <laughs> in their yards. But no, um, luckily, actually, the sheriff's department actually saw a decrease um, in, in theirs. Um, Maybe due to COVID, because nobody left their house. 
it was it was good for me politically in that um, we brought cannabis to town and actually saw a decrease in, in the criminal activity. So uh, good for us. Well, I yeah, can see that's... why you'd see an increase in traffic stops because 13,000 people or so drive through Kalkaska every day on average. And that's increasing, I believe, every year. Since I've been here, I've noticed a large increase in traffic and through town and people people coming up north and staying, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. It's like we live in paradise up here and people are starting to recognize that Kalkaska is a beautiful part of that whole progressive situation. I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's great for, for everyone. It is, and I think that the cannabis industry is going to help. You know, we already had our grasp on the Hook and Bullet Club. So people would come up here and go fishing and hunting, and that's pretty well established. But as far as, you know, biking and hiking the trails, you know, even bird watching, um, more of the mellower activities, I think that if people are coming here for the cannabis, then they can go off and they can also enjoy uh, maybe those more mellow activities as well. Very cool. Hey, uh, speaking of this and, and all the great things having Kalkaska, I know I was excited when I read that, you know, you guys got, uh, I believe it was a state grant for the for the square. Um, wondering how, how that's going, how that's coming along. And, you know, you, do you have any other major plans? Uh, I would, you know, the uh, the fall tour, color tour, I know that uh, has been put together that leaves in Kalkaska on the train. That's amazing. Um, what, what else, what's else in, is in store for us? Well, we have a couple of shops coming to town down on the main drag. Um, a couple of the owners were able to actually obtain their buildings and redo those into uh, a, a better, more destination type shops for our, our local main drag. Um, the square being built out, you know, that was a, a over $4 million project. That's absolutely huge for the village of this size. Um, and it has turned out a beautiful pavilion. See, it's about 250. And actually, it's COVID-proof, which we didn't even know when we designed it. But it's got a series of garage doors on both sides, so we could open that up, and it actually counts as open airspace um, and still offer covering for a band. Um, it's got a commercial kitchen in it. Uh, we put in a beautiful food truck area, um, which can facilitate uh, up to six food trucks. Um, we'll probably have three permanent and then invite others in for festivals. Um, a beautiful clock tower so we now have a way to directly message everybody those you know 15 13,000 people that are driving by drive by that clock tower so any type of festival or activity or caution or warning or amber alert or whatever it is we're going to have that flashing up and displaying on a daily basis and um, people can always get that besides the fact that the whole space um, it's very welcoming it's just beautiful um, a nice mellow spot to just go hang out uh, several park benches, you know, a nice tree planting, a nice open green area. Um, it's really going to mean a lot for the community. Um, besides that, we do have plans to put in another pocket park uh, in the upcoming months, um, more towards the, the center heart of the village, um, giving the opportunity for uh, the hospital workers maybe to walk across the street and, and kind of mellow out and, and enjoy their um, time away on their lunch breaks and families in the community to take their smaller kids to the swing sets. And, um, you know, it's just a lot of great things going on. I really don't have anything bad to say about Calcasca since cannabis has come to town. It's been one improvement after another improvement, um, building on the, you know, the local vibe, uh, people's attitudes, people are just getting along better. It's really quite amazing. So nothing but great positive benefits, right? If it's done right with, 
<clears throat> the right intentions. That is exactly <clears throat> right, Tom. Um, keeping the focus, keeping your you know your head down, and not worrying about the naysayers. It sounds like he's sugarcoating it quite a bit. I mean, there's got to be all <laughs> kinds of negative stuff. I mean, where is it? I'm I'm confused, Tom. Tell me. You know, I guess the one thing with the increased um, patrol, uh, there is um, <clears throat> there's more. There's, there's just there's more patrolling by the police, which is good, but there's also a lot of checks, you know, that, that happen too um, on employees sometimes too. But, you know, they're, they're doing their job and making sure that the they're keeping us safe, you know, and that's the one thing I have noticed about the the local law enforcement here, that they're, they're very good about keeping their distance, but also keeping an eye on us, not in a bad way, you know, they're, they're looking out for us. And I was going to actually ask Harley about uh, the just the the goodwill uh, how that has been received on top of all of the the you know the taxation and the fees that come in from having us here from all of the uh, you know all of the uh, all the accessory stuff that happens around having cannabis here and bringing in jobs and uh, but there's a lot of goodwill that has been. Um, put forth by the cannabis community to Kalkaska. Uh, he mentioned the K9 unit, which was mm -hmm. financed by, um, you know, cannabis business. And um, I believe it was um, all green. Yep. And uh, a lot of other things, there's, um, there's a skate project. So we're trying to raise money um, for the kids skate park in Kalkaska. They've, um, the local, um, there's a local group working to raise money and the, there's matching, funds for the group that can raise the money and so there is an event coming up on march 31st i wanted to talk about and um, it's a can drive and it's actually sponsored by 42 our friends at 42 degrees with sam and everyone and um, it's between 4 30 and 7 p.m it's in chalker park which is the park right next to where the skate park is going to be located and it's actually right around the corner from all the industrial parks where all this is happening and it's a great thing to see you know these are the things that can can be done these are the oh here he comes all right harley all right go go for it tom he has was, oh yeah he was letting us know what a question he was gonna ask it it was a good one so oh yeah just about the um a top you know aside from the fees and all the thing and all the money coming in you know from that type of situation with the cannabis industry but there's also been you know goodwill uh, from from businesses and and i was wondering if you could kind of talk about some of that the things that have happened uh, above and beyond just the pure monetary bonuses of having you know cannabis in your in your village well one thing unique to Kalkaska is that we don't require any special things in our zoning we don't make you go give money to local charities and donate a certain percentage or anything like that. Um, but by the free will of the people in the cannabis industry, um, they've just offered up their services. Uh, last year, um, the Pinkana store got a hold of me and we did a cleanup of the local park. And that was actually the first blending of uh, the village with anything in the cannabis industry publicly. <clears throat> Clearly, we've been doing things in. in off to the side and you know we have our little uh, uh cannabis industry get-togethers and meetings that we had pre-covid um but this was the first public appearance um so i was out there with pinkana you know down in my pinkana hat and we were out cleaning the park and i blasted it all over all the social media sites for the village not one negative comment 
And so we're going to do the same thing again this year. Uh, 42 degrees up here, uh, great processors. They're going to go ahead and with their um, 100 staff, I think they have now, uh, they actually set up, we had a local donation going uh, throughout uh, the whole COVID period where you couldn't take back your cans. So bring your cans over to the, the park and we'll store them. And now we have thousands and thousands and thousands of cans ready to return. And they actually stepped up and they're going to run a couple of U-Hauls and volunteer their people. They contacted a local vendor that's going to shut down their uh, uh, their area for bottle returns and, and strictly devote it to us returning uh, the cans. Um, that's going to our local skate park um, that we're hopefully going to have here in the, in the near future. Um, and also a couple have stepped up to volunteer to do a downtown cleanup as well as a local park cleanup. Um, in the spring and uh, offers up some cash for some refurbishing that needs to be done in a local park. So um, it's been great. Absolutely great partnering up. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of um, the grassroots guys in the cannabis industry, um, I think that they're, uh, and I say guys, I mean guys and girls, there's, you know, obviously everybody's inclusive in this, but um, I think that we have a, a very, very empathetic group of people that are more than willing to give back given the opportunity to do so. Um, some municipalities, um, you know, they try to take nine of every $10 that you make in administrative costs and expenses, and then they expect us somehow to take that $1 and, uh, and put it back into the community. Um, I think that it's great that Kalkaska has created an environment for these businesses to succeed. Um, and in doing so, like you said, without, um, you know, force or, you know, through uh, legislation, are they requiring people to, to donate money? But here you see uh, people in the marijuana industry uh, coming out of their own pocket and doing good things. And I think that's just awesome to see. That just goes to show what, what will happen if you just let something happen organically and, and in a positive manner and don't make it a cash grab. It will come, you know, and it's these are lessons learned. And, you know, Kalkaska is pioneered. I've seen it firsthand and I'm super proud to be a part of it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think we're uh, with that. I know we're starting to run short on time, and I can uh, agree with that, Tom. Uh, me and you uh, worked worked together uh, early on uh, to in Kalkaska. You know, that was uh, that's cool looking back on that now and that lot, right. and um, you know, just going there early and uh, the way that uh, not only uh, Harley, but then there was Denny, Cash, Scott, and Jeff. Really, really handled this and uh it's been a team effort up there and it's uh you know they're they're taking the ball and running with it so yeah uh, any the final vetting thoughts? process yeah i was just yeah. gonna say the vet the vetting process that we went through for our license with galkaska i can tell you firsthand it there's no pay to play kind of shit happening pardon my french but uh um you know that's uh it's it's real, you know, the way that they approached it, they vetted us, you know, very completely, you know, and in, and in a way that they felt that they needed to have what the people that they want in their community. And uh, it's awesome, you know, that's, it's, a, it's definitely a positive way to, to do this. You don't have to make it into, uh, you know, into a circus. Yeah. How about you, Kevin? You know, uh, you know, I'm I'm envious of, of Tom being up there in Kalkaska. Um, you know, I like my municipality just fine. Um, they've they've done us really well, but I, I just absolutely love the feel uh, of being up north in a in a community where you've got 100% support behind you guys. 
Um, I think it's it's just really cool. Um, and I look forward to, uh, it, you know, potentially this summer getting up to the, to the lounge, uh, potentially Tom uh, putting together some kind of uh, festival. Uh, I'm stoked for all that stuff, and I can't wait to, to, to finally get there. Hopefully this COVID starts to get a little bit under control and we can kind of start to move around a little bit more. So I'm looking forward to that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's super, super exciting. Tom, you're on mute. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I noticed that. Oh, I just got a text from Harley. Just want to let us know their internet went down and they and they can't reconnect. So maybe we oh, need good. to look into getting fiber over there to the village there offices you, as our next there uh, you go. <laughs> as our next project, right? Run it, run it. No, that, I, I echo I need those to hear sentiments. I, I was really excited to have uh, to have Harley on, and, and anyone listening can tell how great it, it's working up there. I always thought that if you could take a smaller town that was in need of of economic boost and 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 bring in cannabis and watch what ha- what happened and all this stuff uh, is happening. It's all positive. We've been preaching this in meetings for a decade, over a decade, and here's the proofs in the pudding. Uh, anyone listening, you're going to hear a lot more stuff about Kalkaska, Traverse City missed the boat. A lot of those communities missed the boat, and they they stuck their noses up at a lot of us and uh, made it tough and. Uh, Kalkaska decided that they wanted good people in their community to end cannabis, and it's exploding. So with that, way to go, Kalkaska. Thank you, Harley, for being on. Scott, everybody else over there, uh, appreciate the great job you guys are doing and being an example for the rest of the state and also for the rest of the country. Uh, Really appreciate it. With that, we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care, guys. See ya. The Smoke and Rope Podcast is produced and hosted by me, Ryan Basor, the owner of Redemption Cannabis. Have ideas for episode topics or would like to be a guest on the show? Contact us at ryanb at redemptioncanna.com. Thanks for being along for the journey.